Thank you for listening to the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. If you enjoy the show and want to support us, the best ways are to leave a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at lunchpailguys underscore. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of the week. Uh, today, we've got some NBA talk for you, and we are going to review some of the podcast's previous bookets from who knows how long now. Uh, it's been a while since we did the last one. So before we get into the NBA talk, though, let's just cover a little bit of news that we are not going to dive into. Um, Notre Dame update in the offensive coordinator hunt. Andy Ludwig of Utah was on campus. He was interviewing and then Ultimately, he was not hired because apparently the university was not willing to pay his buyout fee. So that was an interesting look. Now, instead of him, they are promoting their tight end coach, Jared Parker, to be offensive coordinator, reportedly. If the buyout thing, if Notre Dame refusing to pay the buyout is real, that is just the biggest FU to the fan base I've ever yeah. seen from mm-hmm. from the from the from this university. They they may I think I saw a, a tweet that they make like thirty two million dollars in revenue a game or something crazy like that. Also, what 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 we should have gotten something from Tommy Reese's buyout, right? What was mm-hmm. Brian Kelly's buyout? He was still under contract too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't understand it at all. If that is the reason, I really don't. No, I don't either. I think it's just like so frustrating as somebody who loves Notre Dame football. Like I was talking about this over the weekend as I was watching the Super Bowl, and like I feel like I've sort of moved a lot of my football investment from Notre Dame to the Eagles, though obviously I still love Notre Dame probably more than the Eagles, just because, like, Notre Dame doesn't feel like a legitimate contender. Like, I just don't ever think I'm going to see them win a a national title game. So it's like, you know, I, like, enjoy watching Notre Dame games on Saturday. It's, like, a big part of, like, going to college there. But I'm like, I don't necessarily do it with the expectation of a championship in the way that I used to, which I can do now with the Eagles, given that they made the Super Bowl this year. You know, so it's like... It just feels like they're not taking seriously being a, a football program and doing what you need to do when they're behind on NIL. They won't pay a buyout clause that they could, is like you said, Jared, an eighth of game revenue like per game. Like that total game revenue, like an eighth of their total game revenue for one game during the season. It's just like, I don't know, it's frustrating. And it's like, they're not doing anything. They're not supporting Marcus Freeman in the way he needs to. Like, yeah, I think he's going to fail. Not because anything about Marcus Freeman, but because the university isn't doing what they need to support him in his position. And maybe Tommy Reese saw the writing on the wall on that. He's like, you know what? I'm never going to be put in a position to win here in a way that I will at Alabama, so I'll go there. So I think this is just another reflection of that. And it's frustrating to watch as a fan. Wow. You had you had, you had had that Bruin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heated. Just boiling up. <laughs> You're not wrong, though. Um, okay, uh, a little bit of NBA news now, flipping the switch. Gary Payton II was part of a four-team trade, but there was a lot of weirdness that happened here because he was sidelined, and then the Blazers just put him into this trade, and then when the Warriors got around to taking a physical for him, uh, some surprising stuff basically came up. Is that right, Wyatt? And the trade almost fell through entirely because the Blazers had not disclosed that. Mm-hmm. He had a, suffered a core muscle injury that would have sidelined him for at least another month, and they'll reevaluate him at the end, in a month or so. But yeah, I mean, I've never seen somebody actually fail their physical. I know that it pops up a lot, 
and a report that they'll pending a past physical. I've never seen it happen that in the other way, let alone in a four team trade where, you know, Shadiq Bay and, and Kevin Knox and Wiseman all like they might just go back. It, it, they obviously they kept them, but it, it's incredibly yeah. wild that something like that happened. I forget if we talked about the Carlos Correa saga or not. No, but we I feel didn't. like the past couple months have had some very interesting physical drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> he's, he's they can be the failed, twins, apparently. Wait, what? He, he's with the Twins, ultimately? Because <laughs> yeah. the Giants uh, signed uh, him for a huge deal. He failed the physical, and everyone was like, what are the Giants doing? Because the Mets swooped in and signed him. He also failed that one, and they couldn't work out a deal. And so he's back to the Twins. So, yeah. Do you know why he failed the physical or how? Uh, like, it was his, I think his knee or something. He'd had something a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. doctors, I guess, on both teams thought it was a larger concern than it was presented to them. So I don't know if we're expecting Cray to just, like, fully break down this year. Uh, yeah. Or, like, if, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Um, but He's only 28. He's only 28, yeah. And he hasn't yeah. really had that many, like, you know, that much time missed from injury. So it was, was kind of interesting. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, last thing. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Michael Jordan because apparently he just donated $10 million to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which sets the record for largest ever single donation to that foundation. So pretty cool. Thank ah. you, Michael. <laughs> All right. And with that, we're going to do our first, if I'm not mistaken, our first power rankings in the NBA for this season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because we just had a very spicy trade deadline wrap up. Uh, there has been some reshuffling in the league and we want to evaluate it. So let's just get right into it. Jared, you've got the first pick. Who are you taking? I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. I think at the time of recording, they are on an 11 game win streak. They just beat the Celtics, who were the other team I was considering, uh, in overtime. The Celtics didn't have really any of their good players, but I think a win is still a win. They acquired Jay Crowder as well at the trade deadline, which... Do I know enough about basketball schematically to say how that's going to fit in? No, but they got what they wanted at the trade deadline. So theoretically, they should know that that's going to make them better. Um, and Giannis is obviously in the thick of the MVP race as, as well, as usual. So I'm going to put the Bucks here as the best team in the NBA right now. I agree with that. Why? Well, you got it too. I got the other team Jared mentioned. It's going to be the Celtics, who right now sit at 42-17, and 17, the league's best or the East's best record. Um, but they actually mentioned in that overtime game with the Milwaukee, it was Mike Muscala playing the second most minutes for the team without some of their key contributors top to bottom. They probably have the best roster in the league. And it, right now it's a perfect mm-hmm. blend of youth and veteran experience. Um, Tatum is also right up in there in the mix. I know that he's probably not going to win an MVP over Giannis at, at any point, but he is just as good. I mean, he's elevated himself, I think into this superstar echelon that we've kind of waited for some players to get to. So um, Celtics take the two spot. Yeah. I thought this isn't relevant, but I thought about putting the Celtics on my number one, just because they went to OT and they had mm-hmm. so many guys missing in that game. Like that alone is crazy. <laughs> but mm-hmm. anyway, Lucas, who you got a three. I've seen some power rankings that have left a Western conference team to like fifth or sixth on the list. I'm not going to do that. Um, there was a very small part of me that was intrigued by the idea of picking the Phoenix suns based purely on like, power rankings like adding kevin durant i think helps move you up from being like the fourth place team in the west to like maybe a title contender that being said 
Oh, I'm not going to go with them. I'm going to do the Denver Nuggets. I think that overall, they've just proven themselves to be one of the best teams in the NBA this season. Um, they are arguably the most efficient team in the NBA. They are shooting, have the highest field goal percentage. They have the highest three-point percentage. Um, their defense is solid, top half. And, of course, they have probably MVP frontrunner Nikola Jokic on their team. And to top it all off, they are first place in the West with a solid five-game lead over the Memphis Grizzlies. So I think with all of that considered, um, you know, they're in good shape. Good for third overall. As of now recording, they're up 16 points on Luka and Kyrie's Mavericks. No. Uh, good wins recently Oof. over the Heat, <laughs> the Timberwolves. I don't know, even though they lost the other game to the Wolves. but Yeah, you know. I don't think Jokic was playing in that one, though. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so Jokic and the Nuggets will give them number three on the list. Aiden at four? Yeah, I considered the Suns, who Lucas mentioned, um, and I also thought about the Sixers, but I'm going Cavs here. Uh, they're currently 37-22. and 22. Uh, They were undefeated in February until they lost to the Sixers tonight. So I, I think you could make an argument for both here. Um, to be fair, the Cavs beat the, the Sixers by 28 points earlier in the season. This game was a bit closer. And the Sixers have generally kind of struggled against the best of the East they're two and four against the teams who are top four in the East right now. Um, and I also think the the Sixers have the hardest remaining schedule in the NBA and the Cavs have the 28th hardest remaining schedule. So I feel like those two, like they're kind of competing for that third spot right now. I think the Cavs are going to take it. Um, and, you know, the, the Cavs are like, they have a lot of threats on their team. Um, and they've been super good on defense of late during their last like seven games before this one. They allowed around 100.2 points per possession, so barely a point per possession, um, which is a pretty wild, like, very impressive um, defensive feat. Uh, so I, I have faith in them kind of taking that third spot from Philly. Yeah, I I, uh, I respect that choice. I had the, the Sixers and the Cavs flipped for what, for what you've got, but I'm happy to take them at five. Um, like you said... They are better right now, and they did just beat the Cavs, so I'm okay with that. I, I, I don't know exactly what the updated stats are after this game just ended, but uh, as of the time that this recording started, they were 12 and three in their last 15, and they had the best record in the NBA overall against 500 teams. Uh, it was eight and three, so now they're nine and three, which is like clearly the best in the league. I think that's worth something. Embiid obviously is having an MVP-esque season. This is like deja vu to last year, where he's probably going to lose <laughs> to Jokic but he is absolutely killing it. James Harden is first in the league in NBA uh, in assists right now. I don't know a ton about Jalen McDaniels, but they acquired him at the deadline, and people seem to be pretty high on that move. Uh, I guess only time will tell. I do concede, Aiden, like you were saying, that they are probably going to lose their spot because of how hard the rest of their schedule is, but right now I think they have been playing extremely well, and I always give a lot of credit to teams that can beat other good teams consistently, and the Sixers have been doing a lot of that. So I'm fine with taking them at five. Jared, who do you have at six? I'm going to pick the Phoenix Suns. Um, they did obviously just get Durant, but Devin Booker starting to play really well too. Um, and they were a team that was already really good on defense and then just got an offense, I guess, in a way was their um, weakness. And they just got crazy efficient with adding Durant now too. Um, the other team I was considering too was the Kings and they just beat them. So I think kind of honoring the head-to-head just a little bit. I'm going to put the Suns here at six. Wyatt? 
Light the beam. I'm going to go with Sacramento. <laughs> I really, mm-hmm. I was, um, it's between them and Memphis for me, but I don't want to p- <clears throat> pass up the opportunity to uh, pick Sacramento. Right now, they're two games out of the second seed in the West, which is incredibly impressive. It, it, it's hopeful that they finally have gotten something right. I thought it was a mistake to trade D- or to keep Darian Fox and trade Halliburton. It has worked out for them so far. This team looks like they're fun. Um, they're energized. And the beam is the greatest sporting achievement um, in modern sports history, I think. What is the beam? <laughs> uh, after every win, they just light the beam in their stadium that shoots up into the sky. <laughs> is it? So but it's, it's not a huge covered? rally cry. I, the stadium's not covered? Or... I don't know. I No, the stadium's covered. It just <laughs> shoots know, a beam just, just like straight up. <sighs> like the bat signal? Basically. <laughs> exactly. It's a crazy, it's a huge rally cry. And I love it. I love hashtag light the beam has become a meme, mm-hmm. but like deserve it. <laughs> I love it. Um, anyway, Lucas at eight, who you got? Part of me wants to pick the team that's second place in the West, and that would probably be the safer, better choice. But part of me also wants to pick the Brooklyn Nets. Um, well, don't do that. Whoa. Uh, I'm not going to, but I'm intrigued <laughs> by the He's just guy. judging our reaction. For- <laughs> no, no, no. But I listen, they I think they, they made some really good moves at the deadline that made them a good consistent team. Bridges dropped forty five points tonight against the Heat in a win. Cam Thomas wasn't a move, but he's looked great recently. I think adding Dinwiddie and Finney Smith and Cam Johnson like makes it a they have no stars, they're not gonna win anything, but like I think they're gonna be pretty good the rest of the year out. That being said, I think you still have to pick the Memphis Grizzlies. Yes, they struggled as of late, but like looking across the board statistically um good defensive team top 10 defense they are second they have job i think just as an objective person without much more explanation i have to pick them given their track record this season so i will put the memphis grizzlies at eight despite you know they've hit some rough waters recently nobody's gonna say otherwise (laughs) but they they seem to have at the very least steadied the ship a little in the past few games being the Bulls, the Wolves, and Jazz dropping a close one to the Celtics in the meantime. Aiden? Gonna go all in on my Mavs hype. This is potentially regrettable, uh, but I'm taking the <laughs> Mavs here. <laughs> um, yes, they're losing by a bunch to the Nuggets tonight, but Kyrie is out with back tightness, apparently, <laughs> so take that for what you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I still think that in terms of the teams remaining, they're the most interesting. Um, you know, the Mavs have, like, they have not won a game yet with Kyrie and Luka. They lost to the Wolves, and they lost to the Kings, right? Uh, both, like, very close games, uh, but they lost both of them. They did win in the in Kyrie's two first games, though, without Luka against the Clippers and the Kings. Two, like, pretty, you know, solid teams. Um, and even in the game, like, even in the games that they've played together... Uh, like for example, the Kings game, the Luca and Kyrie outscored the Kings by 14 points when they were both on the floor together. They lost the game, and you know it's obviously a testament to the fact that the Mavs don't have a super deep roster. Uh, but I do think there's some potential as long as they stay healthy, both of them, and Kyrie doesn't blow up. And that's obviously a huge if. But in terms <laughs> of the team remaining, I think they're the the most interesting or the the most possible to actually be a, a a contender um once it comes playoff time if they can manage to hold it together there to round us out 
uh, at the number 10 spot. I'm going to go with the Heat. I'm going to let the Nets continue sliding, Lucas. Um, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> the Heat started the season off pretty rocky, I will say that, but they've been quite a bit better since like since the second half of the season that they have played so far. Um, to be honest, like as far as the Heat go, that's the exact same team that we know them to be. Like Jimmy is still an absolute force. Bam is still a beast. This is still a team that like plays at a snail's pace and just clamps you the heck down. They're still very good at that. Um, Tyler Harrow is no longer a sixth man, but he's still also very good for them. Um, I just like I think between it'd be them or the Knicks for me, and because Bam and Jimmy are both better than either of Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson to me, I feel like I'm gonna give it to them for having a little bit better top end talent. But I wouldn't hate somebody putting the Knicks here either. So that'll round out our power rankings for this week. Um, before we move on to reviewing our buckets, a quick read from our sponsor. This episode of the Lunchpail Guys podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbooks, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on an NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now and sign with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. To close out our show today, we're just going to review some bookets that we've made on this uh, podcast. Jared, lay it on us. Okay, so I'm going to start with Bart, actually, and and then I'm going to go Bart myself aiden and then wyden lucas because they just make a, a bunch of buckets so i think it's more fun um we'll start with bart he only he's only made three buckets that i've recorded at least um since episode 33 this one was this one's very far back <laughs> that the washington football team will be renamed the red tails obviously that was wrong they're now the <laughs> commanders but uh good guess good guess for the red tails um your other two you were correct about though um, on episode 73, you said that the Sixers would finish as the number one seed in the East and the, and the, the Nets would be second. So I don't remember what season that was. I think the 2021 season it must have been. Yeah, 2020-2021. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Twenty. So very far back. <laughs> and then you said that you also said Derrick Henry would not be a top three rusher in the 2021 to 2022 season. So not this season that just happened, but the one before that. <laughs> you were correct. It was Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, and Joe Mixon. So and that was, two for that one. That was the season he got hurt, which is the only reason I was right. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still technically, you're still going to take it. Yeah, exactly. uh-huh. yeah. hey, you saw that. You saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now on to me. Um, my record was a lot more spotty. So my first one, as I said that Texas would play in the Big 12 championship game in the 2021 season. That did not happen. They they stayed they stayed the same old Texas and did not play in the Big Twelve Championship game. However, probably my crowning achievement of predictions mm-hmm. on this podcast said that the Dallas Cowboys would lead the league in points per game in the twenty twenty one season, which they did. They also I also said in that same episode that they would win the NFC East by two games, which they also did. I was at Aiden's apartment watching that game with 
Lucas and Bart, you guys were both there, right? I think both of you guys were there, too. We were both there. Bart, for sure. Lucas, you were there, yeah. I was there, too. Um, and that's the reason why they're buying, buying me a plane ticket and game ticket, one of the two, to a Cowboys game So at, at some undetermined point in the future. 2024 uh, or five season. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. These are like draft uh, picks. One thing like... I was wrong about. 20, yeah, yeah. 2033. Exactly. 2029's yeah, unprotected second round. <laughs> Um, Dak. Uh, one thing that I was wrong about though from that season about the Cowboys is I said Dak Prescott would win the co- comeback player of the year, but actually Joe Burrow won that year. So that was last year, twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. Um, when the Blazers were doing their coaching search, I booked that they were hire Mark Jackson as their next next head coach, which obviously they did not do. That was back in episode eighty. Um, another one I got wrong. I said that the only game. This one's on the Instagram too that the only game that North Carolina would lose in the 2021 season was going to be at a Notre Dame. And they were absolutely terrible that year. I don't remember how they finished, but they were like like six and eight. That was Sam Powell's last year. I'll look it up. I'll I'll look it up while we, (laughs) while we, somebody fill the air. I I already had that one marked red before I even like read went through this. So I knew, I just knew it was wrong. Yeah. They Um, were six and six, six and seven. If you count the loss in the bowl game in the Duke's Mayo bowl. Um, the other two I was wrong about were just some random games like Texas beating Oklahoma in a week. That was wrong. And I said Washington would beat Oregon in a week. Those both must have been the 2021 season again, based on the episode number. Um, I said a two-loss Bama would not make the playoffs in the 2021 season. I don't think that even – did that even happen? I, that one I didn't come back and research. Did that even happen? 2021. Can you repeat it so I can Wait, precisely Google – I said a two loss Bama would not make the playoffs, and they I think they were they didn't even make two losses right. Um, they made the playoffs. They oh, so you were technically correct. Yes, (laughs) I get. I mean, I'm not counting that as the right one because it didn't really like meet the criteria. But anyway, so yeah, that one I'm just not counting. I was right. Here are some ones I was right about. uh, Other ones. Iowa, Iowa having no chance of making the playoffs in the 2021 season. That one was mm. correct. I was That's not correct. a believer in the Iowa hype. Uh, I said on one of our Farm, Formula One episodes, literally the week before this happened, that Carlos Sainz would win a race in the 2022 season. And then the next race happened. Nice. <laughs> so that was, that was a good funny. one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, and then a couple that like just didn't happen, like the criteria didn't happen, is I said... The Colts would win the AFC South with Gardner Minshew as their quarterback. <laughs> um, and then I said, if Jacob Eason replaces Wentz, the Colts will not win their division. Um, and ne- that just didn't happen because Carson Wentz played that year. <laughs> so um, that was the 2021 season. Um, and then another one I said that is like a deep prediction is that once the playoffs expand to 12, a player is going to opt out of a playoff game. So we'll see what happens when we get we'll there. We'll see what happens. Overall, yeah. I got I got four right and six wrong, I think. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But I made yeah. a lot more buckets than Mark did. So. Aiden, though, Aiden did really well on his buckets. He he's very selective. <laughs> so this one, this one I think I already had this one marked as correct from episode 58. You said the Warriors would make the playoffs that season. That might be like the 2020 to 21 season or something crazy. Oh, were they in doubt of making the playoffs? 
I guess. Yeah, that was when they were really bad, and they made it be in the playoffs or the play-in. Um. Anyway, you're right about that one. Uh, the Phoenix. I think if you like count the plan or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, I, I just marked that one right. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. You said that the Phoenix Suns would make the Western Conference Finals um, the year that they made the NBA Finals. Uh, so <laughs> nice. that one good can't job be on too bold one. with your buckets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all about moderation. Uh, you said the Colts would finish above 500 in the 2021 to 2022 season. They went nine and eight that year. That was Carson Wentz's last year. Just barely. There. My belief um, in Carson. Yeah. You were right. This one I thought was pretty good, actually. You were correct that Trevor Lawrence would not finish in the top three of the rookie of the year votings. The top three that year was Jamar Chase, Mac Zach Jones, Wilson, and Creed Humphrey. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Exactly. <laughs> so that was pretty good. One. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then you just had some random book it about Purdue beating Michigan State on their November 6th matchup. And that was correct. It was 40 to 29 oh, Purdue won. Good one. Good one. Good one. Uh, you were That's wrong, sad. however. You were a notable Steelers doubter. And I was. the Steelers with Mike Tomlin just don't finish below 500. It just doesn't happen. You said they would in the 2021 to 2022 season, and it didn't happen. Were um, they like. So nine overall, and eight or no actually were they very good that year i forget last year i think they were no that was right they were undefeated eight, for the first like mm-hmm. yeah, 13, yeah that was 20 i think that was like 2020 oh, to 21 okay. 2021 nfl season standings um the steelers were nine seven and one okay so that one yeah that's what right. it was okay gotcha. so overall aiden you were one two three four five and one that's pretty good. You and Bart did well. I'll take it. Um, both had winning records. I did not have a winning record. And why did Lucas certainly did not have a winning record? <laughs> uh, um, oh, whoops. I, I marked one wrong accidentally on Wyatt's. That hasn't even happened yet. Aaron Rodgers will never again finish top five in the MVP voting. That is going to happen. No, sorry, Wyatt. Anyway. Uh, so back, way back, the 2020 season. You said a rookie of the year. Uh, the rookie of the year would not be a quarterback that season. Unfortunately, it was Justin Herbert. A lot of people said it should have been Justin Jefferson. Which so like that's like pretty good, but still wrong. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> these are Wyatt's, um, right? Mm-hmm. These are Wyatt's. Yeah, sorry about that. These are Wyatt's. Uh, you said Chase Young would be ranked higher than Joey Bosa in the NFL top 100. This one I already had marked as wrong, so I just didn't go back and verify it. I don't even know what year this was. It was from episode 37. So it's probably like the 2020 season or something, (laughs) Mm -hmm. 2021. Um, Though, one you were good about, you said the Phoenix Suns would be a top five seed in the West. You said specifically Mm. fourth, which they weren't. I think they were first that year. But still, I'll give it to you because they were a top five seed in the West. And that was like before the season started, I think, if I remember correctly. Episode 52, Mm -hmm. way back in there. Uh, Episode 57, you said LaMelo Ball will not win Rookie of the Year. It would be Anthony Wedbirds or Obi Toppin. That one was incorrect because Lamelo did win, right? I don't know. Obi Toppin was a close second. <laughs> he was right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, was that was one I already had marked as wrong. Yeah. Okay. So I figured that. I hopefully I was just hoping my past self was correct about marking these wrong. Um. Obviously, you're wrong about the Dallas Cowboys. You said the Dallas Cowboys will not finish more than a game above 500 in the 2021 season. That was disrespectful. Um. <laughs> wrong about that one. Another one, seven and eight seeds in the West after the play-in tournament would be the Grizzlies and Warriors. Um, I don't remember who it ended up being, but it wasn't it wasn't them. I had that one marked wrong. Here's a pretty good one, though. 
uh, that you got right. You said that Jonathan Taylor would lead the NFL in rushing yards for the 2021 season. That's a good oh, one. Feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Your next one, your New York Giants fandom blinded you on this one. You said they would win the NFC East in the 2021-2022 <laughs> season, which they finished <laughs> third or fourth. I don't remember where they finished. I know it was the Cowboys and Eagles uh, top two that year. <laughs> Here's another funny one, I think, um, which you weren't like technically correct, but like, or you were technically correct, but maybe not specifically. You said that the Bills would get further in their season than the Nets would. And this is when they had Harden and KD and everything. So you said that the Nets would lose in the second round and the Bills would make the AFC championship. But what actually happened is the Nets lost in the first round and then the Bills lost in their divisional <laughs> championship. So you're, you're technically right. I'm still going to give it to you. But... We had a lot to say about the Colts because episode 89, <laughs> Wyatt said if the if the Colts start Gardner Minshew, they would not win the division. Obviously, that just didn't even – that never happened. <laughs> not even pretty correct to me. <laughs> <laughs> you also said that if Andrew Luck starts for the Colts, they would win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Which, obviously, we just never even got to. That one feels that's... wrong, so I think we'll let him cancel No, I feel out. like that's right. If Andrew Luck played today, he <laughs> would be the second best quarterback in the league. <laughs> Can I start making? Uh, if Patrick what? Mahomes starts for the Vikings this season, they will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Book it. Yeah, we have a lot love of this genre. Book it. Um, here's an, okay, another one. Episode 89. You said the Chicago Bulls would be a top four seed in the East for the 2021 to 2022 season. They were the sixth seed. They did have a mm. good start, but they ended up being the sixth seed. Here's one that I'm glad you're wrong about. You said Ian Book would never start an NFL game in August of 2021. <laughs> I think he started later that month. <laughs> he started one. He did start Dude, a series of unfortunate events. Wow. <laughs> a 20 to three loss to the Dolphins. Uh, I remember a meme where it was like Ian Book's first start, and it was Patrick Starr like walking out of the restaurant or something and be like, "Good morning, Bikini Bot," and then he gets like blasted by like a laser or something, and that that basically was Ian Book's day. It was pretty rough. He had two picks, uh, no touchdowns. Um, you were a year early on this one, Wyatt. You said Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions would finish second in the NFC North. Mm. That was for the 2021 season. You're just a year early, so clairvoyant, but yeah. yeah. A little too clairvoyant. Uh, He's not too far into the almost too, <laughs> yeah, almost too. That was a hot take episode. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, that was the hot yeah, take okay. episode. There's another one from Lucas in here too on that one. Um, I think the Steelers one too actually was Aiden's hot take from that episode. Mm. Anyway, the Denver Broncos will go five and twelve in the 2021 season. That was after they had a three and one start. So that must have been the Drew Lock year. I didn't. I, that one I already had marked wrong, so I don't remember going back to that one. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Look it up, please verify. The twenty twenty seven and ten. There you go. Seven and ten. Cool. That's a hard book it though. Uh here's one that another one that I think we reveled in you being wrong. You said that Ohio State would be Michigan by fifteen points yeah, in the twenty twenty one season. They put 70 even if you on them. Yeah, you said Oof. Yeah. I don't think I even wrote that one down because uh it was kind of crazy. But I'll see wrong about that. Ohio State winning the rest second? of their game. Go oh. ahead, yeah. That I, I was confirming this one. Wyatt said that the Giants would win the NFC East. They went four and thirteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, too clairvoyant. He was looking at the next year right when they we still didn't win yeah. the division, but they were good. They, so. they were. Exactly. They made the playoffs. They were like yeah, third. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> so you're getting there. You'll be right in two years, maybe. About that one. Um, you said Ohio State would win the rest of their games in the 2021 season. That was when they were four and one at the time. They lost to Oregon. Obviously, didn't happen because they lost to Michigan. 
Then you also said the next episode that they would win the rest of their ranked games by double digits, which obviously did not happen because they, they lost to Michigan. You were very confident. Then you, you doubled down, too, on your Chicago Bulls thing and said they'd be a top three seed. You put that one in the 21-22 playoffs. I, again, we already established they were the sixth seed. Oh, I did write this one down. Yeah, and then you said, again, tripling down. Ohio State is going to hang 70 on Michigan this week in episode 105. Which didn't happen. Um, here's a good one, though, that that you were right about. You said Mike McCarthy would make a game management mistake in the playoffs back for the 2021 season, and he totally did. That's right, the, two years in that, a row. Uh, quarterback draw. Yeah, yeah, you are right two years in a row, to be honest. So, One that has yet to happen is you said the Nets role players will do better than the Mavs in the playoffs, which is impossible oh. to quantify. <laughs> this is from, like, two episodes ago, like, last episode. But... um. I'll, I'll just keep that one on there and we'll see what happens. So, why you went like one in like 10, three and 10. I definitely got three and 15. I'll have to look back at it. You got three. I got, you got some Jonathan big Taylor, ones right, the Bills, and Mike McCarthy. I get credit the for Jonathan the Jonathan Taylor Jones. one was really good. I get credit for the Justin. You always say you get credit for it, but you don't. <clears throat> we'll give him credit. I'll give him a <laughs> I just heard a lot of credit for that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last but not least, Lucas. You said that the the Jazz would make the Western Conference Finals in the 2021 season. That did not happen. That was our first graphic. Um, that was our first graphic. Was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, you said the Dallas Cowboys would be bottom three in the points allowed in the 2021 season. Uh, they were like middle of the pack, and it was the Vikings were up there um, as one of the t- worst three defenses <laughs> in the 21 2021 season. But just throw that into yeah, for Bart's sake. I like, saw that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll have to put it in there. Uh, for some reason, we were booking the play-in tournament people. You said seven seed would be the Hornets and eight seed would be the Knicks, which I just already had marked as wrong. I don't remember who it was. I just already had I don't really remember either. And then you said Spurs and Warriors for the seventh and eighth seed in the West, which apparently is also wrong because I marked that red. <laughs> I think um, both the Hornets yeah. and the Spurs didn't even make those playoffs. I, I think say. that's right, too. Um, we were Yeah, we had a lot to say about the Colts one episode. You said they were, <laughs> you booked it that they would finish under seven and a half wins. In the 2021 season, they had nine with Carson Wentz. Mm, yeah, um, I feel like buckets are contagious. As soon as someone yeah, whips yeah. a bucket, everyone's like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, what was it about the Colts on that episode? Yeah, it was me. You know what? I know it was me because I was on the Colts. Kick. This was a power ranking where I think I ranked them number one overall. <laughs> oh, that episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and I think, oh, I think like it spiraled off of that. Mm-hmm. Lives on in infamy. <laughs> um. This must be the 2021 to 2022 season. You said the Lakers would not make it to the second round of the playoffs, which was correct. I think that was the year they played the Suns, I want to say. And just got I think that's destroyed. Right, yeah. Um, I'll get back to that one. Uh, another one you were right about, that the Lakers would not be a top three seed in the 2021 to 2022 season. Um, I guess you were right about that one, too. Uh, Georgia beating Clemson week one. So that must have been the 2021 season as well. You got that right. couple ones that you're wrong about, though. This was the Book It episode, you, uh, like the hot take episode. You said that the Browns would win the Super Bowl in the 2021 to 2022 <laughs> season. And that was just, the season just kind of went off the rails for them. That's not bad. Happens to the best bad. of us. Yeah. yeah. You were a believer in the Iowa hype train, too. You said they would make the I playoffs was. last year in the mm-hmm. 2021 season. They didn't. They didn't. Now they can't um, even play offense. Were... 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you also were a Cavs believer. You said they would make the playoffs in the 2021-2022 season, which they did not. I checked. They didn't make the playoffs. They were good, though. They almost did. They were good, they yeah, but hot. then they, they, did, they like just kind of... You had a couple buckets that didn't come from fruition. <laughs> Again, if Nick Foles is a starting quarterback for the Colts, <laughs> they will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Wait, did so we have, I like, say that? Three hypotheticals going for the Colts, like Gardner Minshew, four Jacob Eason, Nick Andrew Foles, Luck. or Andrew Luck. Like, holy crap! Um, there was one about Bama losing to Georgia, um, which just didn't end up happening. The one that is I has I lost to funny. Georgia though, since I've made that bucket. So, in a sense, yeah, they have. I was right. I think that was the twenty twenty one season, though. In another truer sense, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> My favorite one is that at the start of this episode, Lucas Lucas was talking about how he doesn't think uh, he might not see a Notre Dame win a title. You still do have a book it though that they're they're going to win a title by twenty twenty six. So that was a different time. Not end that. that was a different time. That was a different time. <laughs> that was a different time. That was. I think Brian Kelly was still the coach, maybe at that time. Maybe episode eighty nine. I'm not sure when that was. It's like a year and a half after we started doing this, so early twenty twenty one. Like probably right before BK, the 2021 season. BK. Yeah, so BK was there. Yeah, so not too bad. You got three right and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wrong. That's better than Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely better than Wyatt's percentage. <laughs> I'm a yeah, high-risk, sure. high-reward take maker, you know? <laughs> I will clear out this book and document so that we have more room for some, some new takes. Uh, but that's it. I thought a lot of them were pretty funny looking back on and some of them, I thought. So, especially our Colts fascination there in the around episode seventy or whatever. I know for a fact, like you remember my Josh Allen red zone interception book it? There are definitely other ones that are missing from here. I know I haven't made three in the past three years. Yeah, well I mean I I'm the only one that records them, so every, yeah. I'm the only one that records them. if you if you have a book it, you gotta put it in the document. Only if yeah. I was right. Otherwise it might just Honestly though, Jared, I'm impressed by how many you did record. That's that's pretty good. I got worse at it like as the years went on, I think. It seems like most of my work I did in twenty twenty one on this document, but <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're here two years later, you know? Exactly. Reminisce. Exactly. Anyways, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to all our buckets, you know. Please book us for your next youth party. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> what do, we, do we do events? Um, but, youth no, actually, party. <laughs> bookmark us. You know, follow us on all our social medias: lunchpellguys underscore on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you haven't already listened to the first episode of the week, please do that. We're covering a pretty niche topic in that one: the Super Bowl. Um, and yeah, we'll see you again next week.